I would say don't wait. Um, your future self will thank you more than you know, uh, whether it's six months down the road or three years down the road. Alicia Ivins here with the No Pants Project on behalf of Mike Shreve, and today I'm here with the magnificent Molly Horn, who is going to talk to us a little bit about her freelancing journey. Molly, where are you joining us from? I am joining you from Denver, Colorado. Okay, so is it really cold there right now? Like really? No, shockingly, actually, we're supposed to have like a 64 degree day next week, and it's troubling. <laughs> yeah, we're we're lacking on the precipitation front for sure. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense because you guys, a lot of that snow melt and everything is your precipitation and stuff, right? Right. Whoa, that's crazy. So um, tell me a little bit about what it is that you do for your clients. What is your superpower? So um, my superpower is working with the travel industry, um, tour operators, um, travel agents, the like, with marketing and communications. So um, a lot of um, a lot of the business is not focusing on family travel, which is a huge segment, and that's kind of like my pet project. But um, where I initially had like niche down to that, I've sort of moved back a bit to target the travel industry um, at a larger scale, and then you know I can kind of convince them along the way that they need to look at family travel a little bit more. Most definitely. So what made you decide family travel? I mean, do you travel a lot yourself? I do. Yeah. I have um, an 18, no, 19 month old now, a uh, little girl. And um, I grew up not doing a ton of travel with my family necessarily, but I was really fortunate to be exposed to a lot of amazing travel um, while I was in school at university. And that sort of firmly planted the travel bug in me. And I've been kind of on the go ever since. Um, I travel probably four to five times a year, um, try to get an international trip in um, once every year or two. Um, and we actually just did our first trip to the UK. It's our, it was our first um, uh, transatlantic family vacation and um, she did really well. So yeah, travel near and dear to our hearts for, for fun and the memory making, but also because we feel like it raises good um, good humans, and <laughs> I want to make my little girl a, a caring, compassionate global citizen, and I feel like that's an integral part of that. Most definitely. Now, when you say that you do marketing for the travel industry, can you elaborate a little bit on that? Like, what kind of services do you offer sure. to travel agencies? Yeah, so um, right now I'm doing a bit of work with like a, a luxury safari client, one of mine, and I'm doing some blog writing for them. I'm helping them with their email newsletters um, that go out once a month. Um, just making things um, like they've got, they have good content and a lot of expertise and knowledge, but they don't present it as cleanly and easy to digest for today's um, internet consumers as, as they could. So making sure things are, you know, bulleted lists instead of blocks of of text and like that their photos are high quality and that um, things are optimized for SEO if at all possible. Um, elements like that. I'm also, um, if you are in the No Pants Project or considering the No Pants Project, 
there's um, an element that you'll learn about called um, the omnipresence method. And that's basically like Starbucks take at being everywhere all the time, the most convenient option, like the one everybody turns to. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm uh, just about to do a service um, centered around that for a um, music tour company. So they do uh, domestic and international tours for um, school ensembles and uh, community choirs and church choirs and, and whatnot. And um, they're looking to better target the audiences that they're um, aiming for mm -hmm. via the um, via social uh, social media. So I'll be doing the omnipresence um, method for them on Facebook for a couple of weeks to see, you know, what sticks um, organically and then kind of niche down and help them um, drill out some content to the audiences that are, are uh, really liking what they have to offer and, and sort of capitalize, capitalize on that. That's yeah. awesome. So that's kind of, um, you're talking about omnipresence, but that's kind of basically you're, you're kind of testing like what content the audience yeah. is going to resound with. Yeah, because I think a lot of, anecdotally, anecdotally at least, a lot of, um, a lot of the people I talk to have a good, um, a good idea of who their audience is and definitely know who they want to target, but they may not have a really concrete data proven view of who actually sees what they post, who interacts with the content they share, and having something that is strategic and measurable, um, like the omnipresence method, mm -hmm. can really help them go, okay, like this is where we're doing well, here's where we need to improve, so. Most definitely. So did you know kind of what your superpower would be going into the No Tense Project? Um, I, I had a, <laughs> pretty good idea that it would be communication centric um just to give you a little bit of a background on me my background's in music and theater um so i have degrees in both and in performance i'm one of those <laughs> um so i'm i'm a creative and i'm um got a pretty strong doing oriented streak so like give me projects give me feedback like have me have me work on something for you and I'm, I'm pretty happy. Um, I also spent a good portion of my 20s working um, with families and kids as a nanny. So um, I feel particularly suited to family travel, obviously, but also family travel for um, clients who are looking for high end clients in more well to do families. And I'm like, wow, okay, I've literally been inside those families and get like how they think and what they're looking for and how they operate. Um, so I knew that that was a skill set that um, was unique um, and that maybe not a lot of people would think to utilize. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm I'm glad I I'm glad I thought of that. Um, I'm like I'm a helper by nature. Um, so sharing good news, encouraging, empowering, um, helping equip people with whatever exciting knowledge or tips or breakthroughs I've I've come across that's that's very much um, the heart of kind of who I am um, and I'm really detail oriented which helps um, so I knew I knew my strengths would lie somewhere in communicating valuable things to people who need them who need help um, and it just so happened that travel is something that I I love and care a lot about and care enough about to make it something that I do on a daily basis. <laughs> so um, it took a while for me to, to get around to that. I, I definitely, um, 
you'll hear talk in, in the um, probably the open uh, community about people who are um, struggling with uh, week two or, or had struggled with week two, but like want to encourage folks who are thinking about the joining the, um, the program like it's good work. It's hard work to do, but if you push through and um, sort of do the, the internal stuff, uh, you will eventually get there and figure out what it is you want to do. And then you can always pivot. So it's, it's good. Nothing is set in stone. So when you came <clears throat> to your idea of, of um, kind of targeting like travel and then also maybe tying in to that market of like family travel um, and the more affluent and everything. Was that stuff that you got kind of from the week two exercises when you were working through those? Definitely, definitely. There's a lot of list taking and just like flow chart, like brain mapping, like literally brain vomit all over my page just to figure out what the heck I was doing. I also, um, you know, don't do this in a vacuum. Don't do it alone. I reached out to good friends of mine to say, hey, okay, like here's, Here's some things that I think I'm good at, but you know, what do you see from the outside? What can you, what can you tell me about myself that I may take for granted or not, um, not value myself as, as much as others value of me? Most definitely. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think having that outside influence is, is key. Um, and that's one of the reasons too, that I love kind of just having the group aspect, because even if you tend to be more like, I know some of our people in there are like a little bit more introverted, how does that mm -hmm. Maybe we are. Yeah. <laughs> and so they rely a lot. Like you see, they're like, okay, out of the homework assignments that I've posted, can some of you guys give me feedback? What do you see could be an opening here for me or something? So, so good. So how is your confidence kind of going into the No Pants Project? I mean, you seem pretty confident now about what. <laughs> so what were you thinking when you purchased and you were just getting started? Yeah. So when I um, when I was getting started, I <laughs> I was thinking about this this morning actually. Um, I'm not, I'm not a terribly desperate person, but leave it to motherhood to just like totally wreak havoc on your mind and your heart. Um, I am pretty sure I found the No Pants Project via a Facebook ad. Um, and I don't know that I was targeted because I was a new mom. I think I might have been targeted because I legitimately was considering like surrogacy as income to like, I, I literally, I, this is like, yeah. like two weeks, like two weeks after going back to work from maternity leave, I, I was off for 12. So it was like 14 weeks after having my girl. And I was so desperate to not, not be with her that I, I was literally considering like leasing my body. Um, because I, you know, had a good pregnancy. I'm a healthy person. Like I had a, a good labor and, you know, was, I think, you know, too many people have, um, have troubles, uh, building families like they would like to. And I thought, okay, well, you know, that's, you know, <laughs> that's a good chunk of change. And, you know, maybe, maybe I could do this and it could be like a year of income. I was, I was like, I was going there and, um, that's where my headspace was. I was, I was back to work for two weeks and miserable and bored out of my mind and wanted nothing more than to be home with her. And, um, I thankfully found the No Pants Project, and going into it, I I watched um, I watched the webinar, and I'll tell you, I have I have a pretty strong intuition, and I can smell a scam from a mile away, um, and I was really really pleased and surprised to find Mike not at all scammy or sleazy or 
schmoo-rooey, as he says. Um, so right out of the gate, I was like, okay, this, this seems like it could work. Um, I was ready not to be stuck at my desk for 40 hours a week doing tedious work I didn't care about. Um, I was willing to give it a shot, and I did. Um, I think initially I, um, I was a little hesitant to tell people about what I was doing just because it is a little unconventional. And, you know, people don't just decide, oh, hey, I'm going to pull a total 180 and do this thing. And, like, I have friends on the Internet helping me. Like, really, Molly? Okay. I remember that. With that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's definitely – there's – there's that that's like the first mindset shift is this isn't crazy like I deserve to give myself a shot at this like that that alone was a huge hurdle for me um but I did it and I'm glad I did and it wasn't all like you know puppies and roses to start with and like I said especially in week two like you do a lot of hard work and it sometimes takes longer to slog through that than you would like certainly did for me I was like oh I started in August I'm gonna be full-time freelancing by Thanksgiving and that's what it'll be thankful for <laughs> you know like a year plus later um I'm not <laughs> I'm not full-time freelancing but darn I'm getting close so mm -hmm. um yeah it there were some hurdles in the beginning but um but it's totally worth it and and just the um the difference that's made in, in my sense of self and like how I view myself and the the self-talk I give myself is is very different now yeah yeah most definitely and I think even to speak to that to like you know some people kind of hitting that 90 gold some some people you know even taking longer um like even for me it's taking me longer like I did yeah. have some really like awesome initial wins like right out the gate like within that 90 days um but I'm still trying to build to what my like my idea yeah, of full-time freelancing is, you know, so everybody has <laughs> their idea of what they consider yeah. freelancing. Um, so I'm still, still trying to build to that. And, and I think it just depends on how, how far along you are in your, like your own personal journey and what skill sets you had before. And, and is there a big learning curve? You have to learn a lot of skill sets <laughs> to get to where you need yeah. to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So a lot of that can fall I definitely had to build from pretty much the ground up. I'm, I'm a very capable writer and, you know, communicating comes easily to me, thankfully, because, you know, I've spent much of my life in front of people, but um, yeah, it, I didn't have some delicious skill set of, you know, magic that I could just dole out right away. <laughs> my husband, on the other hand, like motion graphics, editing, videography, I'm like, oh my gosh, if I were my husband. <laughs> right. But, um, Right. But yeah. And, and that's, that's been the fun thing to see too, is like, you, you see, I, I've loved charting people um, who've sort of been in the group as long as I have, like where they started and like where they thought they were going and then how they've pivoted and how that's like a totally different outcome than, than they probably expected for themselves. But it's like totally jamming right now. That's, that's been super fun to see. So when you mentioned before <laughs> that you were at a 40 hour a week job um, right after having your daughter, what were you doing at that job? Like what, what were you doing at a desk? Um, so administrative assistant, sort of executive assistant stuff, um, like attending meetings, taking minutes, answering phones, 
picking up supply deliveries, getting the mail. Um, nothing, nothing that was remotely challenging to me or exciting. Um, nothing that fully utilized my skill set. Um, I also didn't feel, I didn't feel like I was um, being challenged at all. Like I, I didn't feel like management was sort of, I guess, sort of like leading and mentoring me in a way that I had expected when I started the job. Um, I just felt like it was, it was going to be up to me to like initiate everything and sort of forge my own path. But even that there was like, there's definitely a glass ceiling. Mm -hmm. And I just, I didn't, I knew, I knew that this job had a shelf life and whether it was the no pants project or leaving it all together for, you know, another job, I, I knew I couldn't stick around, um, forever. Like I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not in it for retirement. That's for sure. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know how people do it. I really don't. Yeah. No, I mean, and I think for some people, like, it's a really good fit. They, they like this kind of task. But um, I can definitely see how you being, like, extroverted and a background of performance, how that would be <laughs> a little bit a little bit tedious for you. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you were working a 40-hour-a-week job, and you've been at that for a couple of weeks, and then you got into the No Pants Project. Um, and, and so now um, you've been in the No Pants Project, what, you said close to a year now? It's been a year and like five months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So how many clients have you worked with or, or when did you get your first client? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So my first client um, was uh, when, when Mike rolled out the um, Fast Client Getting Workshop, which is a, a piece of the program that's like a, a bonus freebie module. Um, when he rolled that out, I think is when I started uh, I jumped on, on board with that right away. And I actually got my first client from the fast client getting workshop. I hadn't yet gotten to like week six and seven and building my funnel and like doing all of that in the no pants project, um, mm -hmm. modules. So I was, I was just, I, I was more than ready to have a client. I was like, I want this client yesterday. Let's do this. And like I said, I'm a doer. So I'm like, I will put my nose to the grindstone. I don't care how long it takes. Like I will send as many emails as it takes to get somebody to talk to me. And I did. And um, I got my first client in about April of, um, of earlier this year mm -hmm. and um, did a project for her. She was really like non-communicative. And I actually never, like, never heard back from her. I could, like, can't get her to answer my emails. Um, so, you know, you'll run across one of those every once in a while. It's just sort of like, well, I guess I'm going to be ghosted. That's okay. On to the next one. Um, and then I got in touch with um, a really great company that I have done a little bit of consulting for. Um, but they're, they're newer and they're starting up and they're just, they've, they've got, like, just enough capital to have things running, um, but need a little bit more investment to invest in somebody like me. So mm -hmm. um, I haven't done more work with them, but I, that's definitely a client where I'm like, we've established a relationship. I keep in touch. They like me. I know they will eventually hire me. It's just a matter of, of when. Um, but really my, my sort of like, okay, this is all kind of snowballing came with my, um, second foray 
back into um, the Fast Client Getting Workshop because I took a break sort of over the summer to um, build my funnel and um, my lighthouse and run my Facebook ads and see, see if that stuck. And that's actually the point where I realized, you know, I think by niching all the way down to travel businesses who want to target more millennial families, I was like, mm, I think that's a little narrow. I think I need to pull back for a minute. And then maybe when I'm like the person to go for that thing mm-hmm. and have, you know, made a name for myself, maybe I can niche back down. But I, I just, I learned in that process over the summer of doing the, um, you know, incoming traffic kind of thing. I was like, oh, okay, I need to pivot a little bit and, and reevaluate. And that's when I went back to the Mike's Task Client Getting Workshop and was like, okay, I'm going to talk to all kinds of people in travel. You know, I'm talking to outfitters in Alaska and, um, you know, cruise operators and travel agents and safari specialists and just see what sticks. And that worked. Um, I have the Safari client that I'm working with right now. I've got the um, music tour company. And then there's another one I'm like this close to onboarding. I just have to get her <laughs> to commit. Um, who is, she specializes in um, vacations and, and travel like with a conscience and mm-hmm. um, sort of like conservation minded, specifically for families. So lucky, lucky, there's a client who is like very firmly in my niche and I'm excited to work with her. Um, but I don't at all mind working with the others. I actually, um, targeting, uh, music tour, um, operators hadn't even hit my radar until about a month ago. And I was like, wait, I went on tours with my choir. Like I I've been there as a recipient of that service. And I'm now on the other side, like helping you market it. Maybe I should reach out to those folks. And I did, and it worked. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so tell me a little bit about um, maybe some struggles that you had when you were in the program. Like, did you struggle with trying to figure out your superpower, or were there any worksheets, or, or just trying to connect the dots, or finding time to work on the assignments? Like, what was that like for you? Um, yeah, I think time was definitely concern because I was working a 40-hour job and had a new baby. Um, My husband travels about half time for um, for work. He's also a freelancer. So when he was on the road and I was doing work and daycare pickup and drop-off, it's just, there was a lot. And um, finding time was a concern. It actually, before I purchased the program, I emailed Mike to say, will this work for someone with as limited time as I have? And he's like, yeah, if you, and it's, you're not going to get through it as quickly, but like you can do this. And he was right. Um, so yeah, having enough time was definitely a challenge. Um, I touched on this before, but having like getting myself into too narrow a niche targeting um, folks who want to talk to millennial families specifically was it's something that I can pursue again in the future, but I, I had to back up from that. And I'm, I'm glad I realized that when I did. Um, I also had some concerns about, um, you know, Facebook ad spend and I like was nervous about hemorrhaging money. And um, so I, you know, I did my big like first Facebook ad campaign over the summer when I built my funnel and, and that's great. And I got some valuable information from that, but um, 
that was always in the back of my mind, like, don't spend money you don't have, don't spend money you don't have. But as soon as you turn that first like client or two, you're like, oh, I have money to reinvest. So like, mm-hmm. if you can just, just push through to that, like first one or two, it takes a load off. Um, if you can just, you know, kind of retrain your brain there. Um, I was definitely frustrated at how long everything was taking me. Um, I, I always want to move at a faster pace. I'm, I can be patient when required, but generally speaking, I'm a very impatient person. And I'm like, I want it now. I want it yesterday. I want it perfect. I'm a perfectionist. This is also a problem because that makes my processes slower. Mm-hmm. I'm also like very by the book. So it's like, well, you know, the, the worksheet says to do this. And Mike said to do it this way in the training, but like, uh, you know, I would like, I would get in my own way with like feeling like everything had to be just so before I could move on to the next thing. And time and time again, especially in, in the Facebook group, people were like, take a breath, keep going. You can always circle back around and edit and, you know, re-go, rework your way through that, that lesson. Not everything has to be perfect or 100% complete. All your I's dotted and T's crossed. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that was hard for me to sort of, um, yeah, that was a hurdle for me. And, um, my self-talk was garbage. <laughs> I, um, I started worrying I would never make this happen for myself and that I would let myself down, um, especially as a mom, because one of my biggest motivations for, for doing all of this is because I wanted more freedom in my life. I wanted a lifestyle where I could you know, be the mom and do it how I wanted and, you know, not have anybody telling me that I had to be chained to my desk for 40 hours a week. Um, And yeah, I I had several points where I got really done on myself. Um, You know, I, (laughs) her birthday's in, in May and about late March, early April of this year, I just like, like totally face planted in you know anxiety and depression it was just a hot mess because I was like I'm failing this isn't working like and I got myself all like psyched out and freaked out um and I don't I don't remember what the pivot was but I was finally like okay you know what to do like take a deep breath and do the work and keep moving because momentum is like 99 percent of of the, the juju you need to get through this. It's like, if you can, if you can literally keep doing one more thing every day, you will make progress. It's, you know, sitting back and saying, oh, well, this isn't working. That gets you stuck because, well, yeah, if, if you're not, if you're not taking a chance on yourself and if you're not, um, not making daily steps of progress, yeah, you'll fall in a hole too. (laughs) But climb out and start again. (laughs) Most definitely. You know, what's crazy is that, um, and I think, I think it's harder for people who, who really have an academic background, (sighs) some of the worksheets, because people, I mean, they just get there like, I don't know if I did this 100% right. Like, did I, it doesn't match the template. I know it's freaking out and I get it. I get it. Cause I did the same thing at first. And what I (laughs) found is helpful is um, like I was explaining to one person in the group, I was like, look, do you remember in high school math when you would have a test, right? And like mm-hmm. problem number three, you did not know the answer to, and you would just freak out and stare at it. 
but then you would go to problem number four, and part of the answer to problem number three was a problem four. You got <laughs> If you just go, just keep so going. true. Like just keep so true. And all of a sudden, you'll be like, "Oh, it makes sense. I can go back and fill in the gaps." Got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of funny how that works, and I think the program's pretty thorough. But like, if you get hung up somewhere, if something doesn't click right away for you, then just kind of ease into the next one, and then that'll give you some some pieces to kind of look at the the pieces yeah. for that. For sure. So that's super funny because I know I did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so um. Tell me about the high points. So I know like over the summer and, you know, testing that and getting your funnel up and everything and kind of testing that, that like, you know, targeted kind of niche, like that was a little hard and I totally empathize with that because I did the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) You know, everybody's got to do it. Everybody's got to, you got to fall forward, fail forward. Um, So coming out of that and like getting to the point where you are now, Tell me a little bit about that process and like what were some of the high points and you were like, oh. Yeah. So um, definitely pushing through the early and then intermittent ongoing muck of my negative self-talk and like mindset issues, like just continuing to, to resist that and to, um, to try to not succumb to that. Um, that, that process has been really great because it's, it's made me, um, it's made me a better human (laughs) and more, more content with myself, which is, is good. Um, doing the work, like I said, pivoting back to the FastCon, getting workshop for the second time and, and getting results was amazing. Um, my first thousand dollar plus invoice felt like I freaking won the lottery. It was so wonderful. I was like, wow. I mean, like, yeah, I had to work to get here, but, but really like once you know, once you can kind of navigate your way around and you know what sticks and what works and how to talk to people and, and how to help them and, and get them to understand that like they have a need that you can help with. It's really not like rocket science and, you know, we're not saying money grows on trees and I can like, you know, print a year's income in a month, but like I can definitely, um, I can definitely make this happen. And like this, this is not a, a one-off. It's, it's not a fluke that, um, that people see me and are interested in my work and will pay me. People will continue to do that if I continue to put myself out there. So that's awesome. Um, watching, uh, watching my husband's excitement for me kind of grow over time has been really cool because he too is also a pretty healthy skeptic and um, not being in the program, you know, he was sort of seeing everything from the periphery and only getting like what I shared with him. So it took a little bit longer for him to go, oh yeah, like this is cool and this is working for you. Awesome. Um, That's been super exciting because, you know, everybody needs somebody in their corner. And um, uh, another cool perk with um, him being uh, a freelancer as well and, and doing video work, I was actually able with my Safari client to um, land him a little uh, video job with them. So just bringing him on board and being sort of like a mini agency, you know, and um, establishing a relationship between the two of them that will hopefully yield more work for him as well uh, was really cool. So. Yeah, lots of lots of little and big wins, but um, just the overall sense of this is really going somewhere, and I have momentum to build on. And you know, foolish me if I just decide to sit down and not do any more work because 
I've got a good thing going. You're a mom, so I can totally be like, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Yeah. <laughs> I love Tori. <laughs> You'll get that. For those of you who aren't moms, watch, watch Finding Tori and Nemo. You'll be fine. <laughs> so how would you feel about your future now? I mean, you've kind of got some things that are going, some things that are yielding some concrete results, um, but you've also kind of got these these kind of things that aren't, I wouldn't say they're not concrete, but they're, they're definitely from what, like the world of like nine to five, 40 hour a week, you know, those, those people like, like head down, do this work at the retirement plan, mm. like that kind of idea of concrete. You've got a husband that's a freelancer and now you yourself yeah. a freelancer. And how does that kind of play into your perception of how your future looks and what you guys are looking at and, and how you're planning for your future? Yeah, definitely. So um, I do feel like I'm finally at the point, thank God, <laughs> where my two weeks notice is like within sight. It's, it's pretty, pretty far off there, but like by the spring, I think I will be able to just say, all right, I'm done. And um, I'm feeling like I said before, I'm the only person who can get my own way. You know, that I just need to keep building on this and, and moving and um, good things will come. Um, I'm not going to say like the possibilities are truly endless, but you know, it, it definitely looks a lot like that from where I stand, which is so cool. Um, and I would not have said that a year and a half ago, um, a year and a half ago, I thought like many people do like, Oh, well, freelancers have X skill set, like my husband, like, well, I can't do that. So I'm not the freelancer type. Now I'm like, shoot, we can both be freelancers. Yeah, there's definitely a few things you have to negotiate because once I leave my job, we will not have um, sponsored health insurance or life insurance or short-term disability or long-term disability or, you know, all of the myriad things that come with your secure job. Mm -hmm. um, but we know in advance what it's going to take and we know what, you know, purchasing those things for ourselves is going to require. So we're able to plan the budget accordingly. So I know once I hit, you know, X dollars a month, regular income, that's pretty much my break even point. And then everything after that is gravy. Um, so yeah, we, we definitely have had to look at, um, at finances and, and make those calls, um, as judiciously and patiently as we can, <laughs> but it's, it's coming together and, and it will happen. So I'm so just because super excited. It's been, um, so we're, it's kind of, well, I won't say it's my fault, but kind of, but I'm trying to get him into freelancing. <laughs> so, so it's kind of fun because I'm getting to mm -hmm. help him, like build his business and do all that. So he's, he's yeah. do it with me being the lead and me trying to help like set up his LinkedIn and like set up, you know, like teach him how to, how to do some cold emails and how to do outreach and stuff and how to position himself and whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, for me, it's kind of fun because I, I don't know, like when we first got married, we were off on this adventure together. Like we were learning about ourselves. We were learning about yeah. you know us as like who we were individually and how we work together as a couple. And then through like freelancing, it's kind of the same thing. Like we're having to learn, how all this works together. It's kind of a whole new couple adventure, which is kind of fun. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> so with your, 
your superpower and with what you've learned through <clears throat> like what would be your like top two or three tips that you would give to someone who you know is considering freelancing or getting into freelancing or um you know something along those lines yeah um i think one of the biggest things is um if you have <laughs> you have monkey brain issues like i do um put things out on paper i uh, or an app. Um, I have, there's a website called mindmeister.com that is a mind mapping website and it's beautiful and magical and I can literally get out all of the things that I'm thinking about, the ideas that I have, like all of the stuff that would usually clang around in my brain and stress me to the max. Um, I can get that out and, and have something that is a like visual plan that's digestible piece by piece. Um, that helps a lot. Um, I would, I would say just in general with the work you're doing in No Pants Project, like take thing, take things one at a time. Don't, you know, don't bite off the whole pizza. Um, take, take a bite at a time. You'll be fine. And um, there's a coach in the program who says done beats perfect. Totally true. Um, nothing has to be perfect in the work you're doing for yourself or the work you're doing for, for clients or, or, or to market yourself. Um, consistency and and doing the work beats perfect work um you know email consistently be present on social media which by the way isn't dead contrary to popular belief it's still there um so yeah do the work don't feel like it has to be perfect um and another thing like for for me specifically and the folks that i'm working with um i think a, a lot of people are good communicators and writers and they don't value that enough you have to remember not everyone can write or wants to write or wants to take the time to write or you know communicate whatever platform that might be um, so don't don't devalue that skill set if that comes easy to you there are 10 people in line behind you for whom that is a struggle or a pain in the butt and you can do it for them and they would be happy to pay you for it so um, don't take your don't take your skills for granted for sure That's definitely Okay, so um, tell me, like, maybe for those who are watching, maybe some breakthroughs or like a really cool tactic or a strategy that you have found that really helps you uh, as a freelancer and, and kind of getting it all together. Yeah, um, definitely pivoting from um, the No Pants Project to the Fast Client Getting Workshop um, can be a really good tactic if you're just eager to get. Um, some more results quicker or if you if you want to um, have a good testing ground for several ideas I know for for a little while I was tossing around the idea of doing stuff more focused on um, food and what was this? food travel and oh and then um, sort of like working with nonprofits which whew, would not have been very lucrative much as they're awesome um, working with nonprofits um, and sort of like folks serving families and disenfranchised groups. Um, so I, I could have very early on, um, if the Fast Client Getting Workshop had been an option at that point, tested each of those markets and just cold called contacts um, in those industries to see what, what would stick. Um, I happen to have already sort of decided on travel when I was doing that, but even then, like I said, it helped to figure out, okay, I need to zoom out and 
and look at a, a broader audience. But um, if you're if you're equally interested and curious in working with two or three different, totally different markets, um, the Fast Client Getting Workshop is a great place to test that. And you know, you like no skin in the game except for your time and some emails. You know, you're not running Facebook ads and spending money that you may or may not have. Literally, like if you can just send 10 or 20 or 30 emails a day um, and they can be templated, it's okay. They don't have to be super personalized. <laughs> I know that sounds scary. Um, yeah, just a few, a few emails a day can, can get you um, tangible results as far as deciding um, where you want your superpower to be. Um, and I think another thing, um, another thing for me that really helped was um, realizing all of the support that I had in the group and in the coaches in particular, um, having the Q and A's to listen in on and, and just like learning from other people who were asking questions that I wouldn't have thought to ask, but you know, in observing, oh my gosh, I learned so much. Um, but having, having a place where I knew I could post questions or share work and say, okay guys, am I like, am I on the right track? Am I totally off base? Just having, having that sounding board, um, was a huge piece of, of building my business and getting from where I was to where I am and feeling like, yeah, this is, this is something that I've built. It's a real thing. It's doing something, um, you know, I'm, I'm accomplishing goals right and left. Um, that's all very much, um, thanks to the support that I had. So don't, don't do this in a vacuum. If I can tell you like one thing, um, I'm sure there are plenty of programs out there that you can, you know, purchase some worksheets or templates or videos or whatever, and like watch it and bada bing, bada boom, you're supposed to like have this new life and, and that's all fine and dandy. But if, if you don't have people to, to share it with and people to like work through it with, you will not get the same results. And I don't have any prior experience to tell you that, but I'm just telling you now, like, I, I have gotten at least 20 times my investment in the program from, from the work that, that I've done um, in, in the last year and a half. And, and that's because of the people who give back and consistently give back. So um, don't do it by yourself. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. And I think that's why the coaching aspect is and like the Facebook group and everything was so key. Like that was why I joined was because I, yeah. it's like when I was looking at programs, I looked at about five or six different programs uh, that were all kind of like, learn this thing, learn the skill, have your own business, whatever. Right. And um, Mike's webinar was like one of the first ones where I was like, okay, but what if I get stuck? <laughs> They're like, Oh no, there's, you know, there's coaches, there's an accountability person. We have this Facebook support group. I'll be doing Q and A's. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, okay. I can handle it. Like, because I just know, I know me, like it wasn't, it wasn't my thing oh. like, in the program. It was my confidence in myself for me. It was like, uh, I, I am probably going to get stuck somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So for those people who are considering looking at the no pants program right now, what would you say to them? Like maybe they're in the open community or maybe they've watched the webinar, but they're not really sure. They're kind of reading through the blogs, trying to figure out if it's legit, if it's real, if it'll work for them. Yeah. Um, I would say don't wait. Um, your future self 
will thank you more than you know, whether it's six months down the road or three years down the road. Um, this is the part where I cry. <laughs> I know, I mean, obviously I'm coming at it um, very clearly from the angle of a mom who just wants to be with her kid more, but um, you need to know that like right now you're doing an amazing job. <laughs> Don't feel guilty for, um, for trying something and for not getting it right the first time. Uh, there's there's more than one way to skin a cat um, and don't be afraid to ask for help ask for loads of help there are plenty of people who who want to give it to you and this this program in this group is the best place I can think of to get the help you need and deserve to um, to make a really massive shift in your life um, I I'm not the same person I was a year and a half ago, and I'm so glad because <laughs> she was um, she was feeling pretty helpless in the midst of being like totally elated mom, um, just just feeling like okay, there's definitely a ceiling here, and I I don't know where to go, um, and you know a lot of that was due in part to um, my feeling like I had to hold up my end of the of the bargain with finances and um, keeping us stable because <laughs> um, with my husband freelancing you know like I said insurance and stuff was was my responsibility and I felt like I couldn't I couldn't walk away from that without endangering my family and um, to have somebody say no like there's another way to do this and it, here's the path <laughs> let me like walk with you on it yeah, that's, that's been a life changer. And I, I know that's, that's a, a big statement to make, but um, it's, it has changed my life. Totally. So. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a Molly. Ah, I know. <laughs> sorry. I told you. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So thanks guys. <laughs> I know. I know. No, you, you, like one of my favorite things about doing these, um, and like for me, why it's such an honor for me to be able to do these is, is that I get to, I get to see everybody doing the work in the group and they help me as I build my business and I get to help them as they build theirs and everybody's helping each other. And then, you know, when I get to see somebody one-on-one -on -one and see them, you know, I mean, as close to live as we can be, but mm -hmm. this, I don't know. It's just so much more personal. And I'm, I'm so proud of you because I know that you put in the work and I've watched you put in the work and, um, you and so many other students and stuff and MPP, like there, there are some people who they have kind of a key skill set and they kind of already have an audience and they've kind of already been building their freelance business, but they just don't know how to go full time. And most people like they skyrocket, you know, they get it. They, they, they're out in nine right. days. They're good. But then there are some people who are like starting from the ground up. Like we didn't know we had another option and it takes us a little longer, but that's okay because you know, we're the strivers and we're going to get it. And when we get it, it's going to be freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm super excited for you because I know I've been watching you and seeing how much you've been striving. And um, like, I see like you're on the precipice of, this kind of great awakening of Molly Horn and it's super fun to watch. So I love watching people blossom. <laughs> Me too. 
So Molly, you're amazing. And thank you so much for taking time out of your day to kind of hang you're out welcome. with me and for making my mascara run. <laughs> lunchtime so awesome on that <laughs> but um i look forward to seeing you in the group later and i'm super excited i'm gonna get this over to the team because i'd love to get this up soon um i want to make sure that everybody can get the amount of encouragement that i got just from having this time with you that they can get that and they can feel that and they know that they they don't have to be stuck they don't have to have a ceiling that right. they can take what you know, the skills that they have and the abilities that they have and the gifts and experiences they have, and they can create a lifestyle where they help people and serve people just like you do now. Amen. <laughs> You're awesome. All right. I will see you in the Facebook group. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right. <laughs>